Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Hey all, and welcome back to the Mojo Sports NBA show. Tonight we are recording episode 10, and I've got Shelly back, and I've got Riley hey. as well. Just the three of us. We're almost going to have a full team at, at some stage. We're going to get there. We're going to work out a day where we can all get on, so I can have all my girls. But let's kick things off with the warm-up. And the one. And a two, and a one, two, three. Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. All right, so we talked about you, Riley, last week. Shelley, we've heard a little bit about you before, but tonight we're just going to say something about ourselves that maybe no one knows or we can't go that too deep with secrets. But, um, you know, just a little random fact about ourselves so that people are going to get to know us more. Shall we get um, <laughs> <clears throat> um, um, gosh, gosh, gosh. Well, <laughs> like me and Alex said before, like everyone knows I'm a wheelchair basketballer and basketball is my life. But before I had my accident, um, I was actually a dancer for Johnny Young talent time for like 10 years. What? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty left field. That is like, wait, Riley, do you know what that is? Something talent time of kind I of. Feel, yeah. I feel yeah. like that is well before your time, but that I is like some. That's a I good like one. to sit there and sing like Christmas carols with Johnny Young. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Good. Yeah. Anyways, random facts. <laughs> oh, that that is so random and so amazing, uh, Riley. Would you like to back that up now? Like. <laughs> um oh probably not as cool as that but um when I was five my dad uh got a job in LA and so we moved on to Santa Monica Beach we lived right on Santa uh, Santa Monica Beach and my principal was best friends with Magic Johnson I do know that watch out watch (laughs) out yo that's so cool yeah now how am I going to back those two up (laughs) that's like name dropping oh did you meet him um no but my dad did get to go courtside to a Lakers game when Ruby was playing and stuff so pretty crazy stuff I was very young I was only five (laughs) living out our dreams I'm just okay now I'm gonna think of something really cool because like those two were really good um although oh I'm trying to name drop I have to name drop now I have to think of things (laughs) But I have done, like, for those, I mean, I just spoke about it the other day, on, but not on this one. Um, so my background is actually, I've been a makeup artist for, like, 12 years, and I did actually work at the MTV Awards and the Aries, and I got to work with the Kardashians and Eve and all those kind of people. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. It wasn't NBA players, though. That's and- sick. Cool. But you know, it's just that's all I had to come up against you guys with your little facts. No. <laughs> that's cool. I like I'm I have a real bad sickness, and my sickness is reality TV shows. Yeah, and like the Kardashians is my number one. 
So yeah. Anyways, meanwhile, like I was, just, I was just watching the life of Kylie just before and had to turn that off just to record this podcast. You know. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. All right. Well, let's let's do what everyone's really here for, and we'll switch from um, the Kardashian curse to <laughs> the NBA, and we're going to jump into Oval. Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? MVP, Shaquille O'Neal. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry Bird. Magic, red hot here. An incredible shot by LeBron James. Jordan with two seconds to go, puts it up and scores at the buzzer. My mentality was to go out and win at any cost. He said, I'm going to show you. Nobody will ever work as hard as I work. It's Dame time. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about Damian Lillard tonight. Um, where do we begin with him? So drafted number six in the overall pick, 2012 Portland Trailblazers. Been with them ever since. Eight playoffs. No championships so far. Poor guy. Um, six all-star games, though, um, tournaments. I will pose this question to both of you, actually. Um, whoever wants to jump in first. Do you think that Portland have kind of wasted his prime time and that he should have moved on by now? 100%. Riley? 100%. I think he has um, he's had his opportunity and it's it's been missed. Uh, they have not won a championship. He's probably going to, I see him kind of becoming that Russell Westbrook that this season has not been the player we all hoped he was. And because of his loyalty and because he wants to stay with Portland and be as loyal as he can, he's just wasted any chance of being that star that's going to win a championship at a, at a team in general. Um, you know he's loyal. You know he's going to stay there. I think he's the draft representative for Portland this season. So he wants to be there. But you kind of feel bad for him because at, at some point you feel like Portland should just say we love you, we respect you, but we want to see you win a championship and we aren't, we aren't giving this to you right now. Um, I don't know if anyone else has that same opinion, but that's just yeah. what I do with him. <laughs> I, I definitely agree. I've got my question for you, Shelley, because he's had some pretty good standout performances against the Golden State Warriors, which I feel like you would remember. Um, is there yeah. anything that pops out to you? Nah. No, nah. <laughs> nah, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even have it written down in front of me. The only <laughs> ones that I remember that are in my head, which I think we'll all remember, uh, the Game 6 winner. Uh, it was Game 6 winner with less, less than a second against the Rockets. But, no, my favourite one was, oh, I think it was to close the series, like Game 5, Game 6. It was over PG. It was so oh, far behind. Yeah. Yeah. It was so far. Like, it was so far. It was in between, you know, like half court and three-point line, over PG, bang, straight in, straight in to close the series out. Like, I, I remember I was watching the highlight again today. I'm like, damn. And, like, he really is. He's really, like, damn time. It is. Um, But he, you know, he had an injury this year. Oh, when did he get injured? I think, oh, God, 
when did he get injured? Early in the season, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, he was supposed to be, it was with an ab injury and then he had surgery. He was supposed to be out six to eight weeks. Then they made the decision he wasn't going to return. It's the first season, uh, first year since his rookie year that Portland haven't made playoffs. So that's saying something. He's been in, God, what, is, he, is his 11th year, I think? Yeah. Um, 12, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, their, it's their first year. Uh, so that's saying something, you know. It's obviously a big part of that team, big part of that organisation. But your question was, is he wasted there? You're exactly right. He's like a Westbrook. He's like, it's almost like a CP3 three where he deserves to get a ring. He is a really good player, um, yeah. but he's so loyal and he is just chilling there. Um, not to mention, you know, me with my loving my social media and my reality TV, he's a bomb rapper and yeah. he did. I'm going to get to that next. Yeah. He did. And you'll love this cat. He, uh, he did drop an, a single to the late Kobe. That, My yeah, that's featured on NBA 2K. So, you know, I love anyone that's got a ball life, but also like another life. You know, Westbrook's got his ball life and his fashion. Dame's got his ball life and he's rapping. Yeah. You know, I, I like him. Yeah. But so, he really, there are so many achievements of his that I feel like he's not talked about enough. Like, when you look at everything he's done, and, like, he did make, like, top NBA 75 anniversary team as well. Um, some people are saying that he didn't deserve to be there. I, I do think he he does. Like, when you look at his standout performances, like, what he's achieved, college, NBA, I just, I think it's because, you know, people have, like, the rings in their head, and that's what they're thinking about, but... No, absolutely. He deserves to be there. And then, yeah, just that on the side, like that's the first thing I was thinking about too. Like his song about Kobe, like his performances. I'm like, that's awesome. Like you're playing basketball and you're rapping. Like you have this other outlet. Like there's nothing better than that. And like basketball and music, two big things for me. So, and then when he drops something about Kobe, I just love him even more, obviously. Anyone that does that. Um, But yeah, I do, I guess if he was to change, if he was to go elsewhere, and I, I, whoever has the answer, where would you like to see him and what do you think he could do there if he was to move? Uh, I've heard it. I think yesterday or the day before he tweeted who he wants to be, who he thinks will win him a championship, and he said Giannis. So if Bucks could make a move for him, and he oh. could that would be crazy. He did um, say he's the greatest player in the league right now. Yeah. yeah. I think literally two days ago, someone asked him who he would want to play with and he said Giannis straight away. So that would be a crazy, scary duo. Um, and the whole league would have to watch out. So maybe the Bucks, um, which would be good. That would be scary. I reckon yep. something fun, a fun team would be the Bulls. Just because I think they're a fun team and I think he would just actually <laughs> slot in there really well. He would. That mm. would just be, yeah, that would just be fun. And they're all really good looking and he would just slot in there even better. So yeah. <laughs> moving on. I love that. I mean, you can tell that it's like a girl's chat. Yeah. About basketball <laughs> when we're throwing in how the team looks. I mean, don't we all know that I love myself a basketball player. That's not even, you know, a secret to anybody, but yeah, I'd have to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I yeah, I have to now agree with you though, Riley. If like he went there, that would be dangerous. Oh yeah. <laughs> that would be really good. I'd like to see how they come back. Um Chris Middleton there as well. If they kept him yeah. away, that would be a really scary combo. Um look, I'm getting Wiseman back next year. And when that big that big kid learns how to be a big kid, then I'm even then the worries are gonna be even scarier, okay? Yeah, that's cool. He can go there. He can go to the box. Oh imagine that. That'd be like the Warriors Cavs being in the finals every year for five years straight again. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. Well, yeah, I, I am kind of looking forward to seeing where he comes back from this. I did see um, he did a podcast with Draymond two months ago. Mm, so, yeah, he was talking about how he's just been, like, reflecting, taking that break um, because he's been through so many playoffs as well. So I guess, like, they did mention how taxing that is for your body, like, mentally, physically, to go through that every year. So after his break, I wonder, like, what his thoughts will be mm. about staying there. Um, it's like either he'll go harder or he might start to look elsewhere. I don't know. I know that loyalty is a big thing for a lot of people, but if you're chasing rings, chasing more, we'll see where it goes from there. I think last week as well, I think last in last week's podcast, we did mention we don't really know where Portland are going with their team. Yeah. And so it would be really, I find it really hard to see a championship contender team within that roster right now. And I don't see where they're going with it. So if Dame wants a championship ring, I don't think it's coming with Portland. And I think that's the decision he needs to make. Um, Or he will turn into Russell Westbrook um, of this season. Like at what point do you think you make that decision to go? Make it now. Or or at that point being and gone. I think when CJ left, I think that was yeah probably be the big one. Or I said the him. same thing. I said that to so many people. I was like, oh, just leave. Mm. You've broken yeah. up the, the the duo. Just leave. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. We've we've said it here, so we'll see what happens next season. Then we can come back to it. Sometimes yeah. our predictions are true. Sometimes of like mine, they're way off. But anyway. With that, let's go into our next segment, the match. The most anticipated match in history, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Okay, so we're going to talk about the Houston Rockets for the match tonight. And we've got Eric Gordon and John Wall. So we were talking about this just before we started recording, but... Shelly, I'm just going to get you to bring up the things that you remember the most about John Wall before we go into Eric Gordon. He's prone to injury. (laughs) And he sits on the bench and he's the most expensive bench warmer probably in NBA history. (laughs) And really, should just be traded to either, oh, you know, the Lakers. They seem to... (laughs) <laughs> want to take on really amazing <laughs> players or who's yeah. out of the team the knicks they're even better at bloody re- recruiting so oh i i know a listener out there that's gonna love what you just said yeah there we go <laughs> mr john wall 
Easy contracts for next year. What do you want? 25, go 25 mil, Lakers, 25 mil, Knicks. There you go. Fight for it. Yeah. So, like, let's look at what he's done. He's got five times NBA All-Star, All-NBA third team, uh, 2011 NBA All-Rookie first team, 2014 NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Um, what was he drafted at? He was drafted. Wasn't he a number one pick? Yeah. Yeah. 2010? I or think so. Only not. Well, the Washington Wizards. Yeah. Yeah, it was before, it was before Steph, yeah. The only uh, way I know that was um, NBA 2K. I think I was playing it around that time. But how do you think, so I'm going to hand this over to you, Riley. How do you think he matches up to Eric Gordon? Um, are, they, are they about the same age? Um, for starters, Eric Gordon's 20 million a year cheaper so that helps, <laughs> that helps Houston a little bit um I mean John Wall's won a slam dunk contest Eric Gordon's won a three-point contest so they're obviously different skills and uh they have different assets to the team but for where Houston are and for the contract that John Wall is he's 40 million a year for four years and Eric Gordon's four years for 18 million a year so I know who I would rather pick (laughs) if I were Houston or any other team (laughs) um but yeah I don't I don't really they're a bit odd on the Houston Rockets when you think of how young Houston Rockets are um yeah so I don't really do you think think that John Wall's worth his contract no absolutely (laughs) not (laughs) No. Hence why he should go be a bench warmer in the Lakers or the Knicks. Absolutely not. We're not going to hand him off to the Lakers. I think we're doing um, just as bad as we are at the moment. <laughs> so let's send him elsewhere. He's oh. had this whole year off. He had, what was it, 2019 season, full <laughs> season off. I don't, I don't even need to go into stats. Or, you were reading stats before. And I forget about all this. I forget about how high he was drafted. I forget that he was a slam dunk um, winner. All I remember is that, in my opinion, he's very overrated, very overpaid, and he's just prone to injuries. Yeah. I mean, we it's to the point we forgot he was number one when we were just reading it. <laughs> exactly. You forget this. You're just like, oh, John Wall, where where is he? Okay, he's a, who's he with now? Houston, okay, what's he doing? He's injured. Yep, he's, he's benched for the years, chilling. He's not playing. Okay. I would love 40 million to sit on the bench. I would yeah, I was just about to say, if that's an achievement on its own, like, you, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I'll sit there and clap defense. Not a problem. Yeah. I'm a good spectator, so I feel like if anyone wants to pay me $40 million to sit down and cheer on the team, I've got this. Maybe hand out some drink bottles to get the exercise up. Yeah, I can I can hold towels and things like that. Like, I'm pretty good. So anyone that's listening out there, if you want, you know, want to pay me $40 million to sit on the bench, I'm available. Look, obviously, Rockets, Houston are going to, he's going to be traded. He's going to be traded. It's just going to be interesting now to see what Houston bring in. They are a very yeah. young team, as you said. What are they going to bring in? Are they going to trade for experience? Because as we were just talking, John uh, Walls at, what, 31, 32, you trade for experience or do you break that down for like a two, three, 
younger, decent players. It'd be interesting what they're going to do next. Yeah. Or do you get because they have nothing to lose, nothing. Or do you get rid of his contract and try and lure a big star, a young star that can carry that young core into the future, which would exactly going to see if they can lure with whatever money they have, try and get a big star rather than John Wall on the bench. Yeah, it's definitely, it's like so weird to be talking about the Houston Rockets like this when what, like two seasons ago, we would just have such a different approach, I feel like. And then, yeah, now that we just saw the um, trades and everything like that, it's, they're also not the team that, we kind of expected them to be as well. They run deep into the finals against me for like two or three years straight. Almost yeah. knocked the Warriors out. They almost knocked us out like three years straight. They're a good team, but as you said, they traded away. People, they lost. They lost their big three. Um, oh, who was that big center that they had? Oh, it was a really good center. I forgot. But, but, yeah, they used to go very, very deep into the playoffs. And, as you say, now they're just a young team and they're just trying to build again. Oh, this poor guy. So I guess this really shows <laughs> from how we've been speaking, we seem to favour Eric Gordon <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. He actually did come out. I'm pretty sure Eric Gordon came out to Australia a couple of years ago as well. Eric Gordon used to play, but he did get traded to Houston. Um, and he played, he was he's, he's second- playing with he was drafted to the Clippers and mm-hmm. then he went to Hornets and then Pelicans, um, and then traded over to Houston. Yeah, I think he was um traded to get James Harden another shooter to get James Harden a bit more open. Just, <laughs> I got on. Yeah, and then we saw how um how that worked out as well. Mm. It's probably why they've got him stuck on a four-year contract. Yeah. <laughs> still got, I mean, seventh pick. I'm just thinking about. Yeah, I'm trying to like. I'm really interested to see where they go from here as a whole as well. If they're gonna like come, if you know, next year will they turn things around back in the playoffs? Mm. But depending on how um, this draft goes through and, yeah, and all these changes. Because, yeah, it's pretty sad. It's just sad that they're not the same anymore. Mm, it is sad. Why like, when we look at the playoffs and we just look at the team and, and everyone that's left as well, how they're going through, funnily enough. Yeah, it's um, yeah, so obviously that core group, like it's just that's what they needed. But all right, let's move on from that, and we're going to go into our rapid fire. Hey, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Tonight, we're talking about the Detroit Pistons. So we're we're going through. We're we're just with at the moment we're recording during playoffs, which we're talking about, and we've got a whole other show for that. Um, so we're going back on some teams that are, you know, not getting talked about at the moment. So the Detroit Pistons, 
Um, we were talking about this before we started recording and I think it's pretty much known for all of us who stands out the most for us, but I'll hand it over to you first, Riley, to talk to us about who's like the MVP right now, who's, who's doing their best and where do you think Detroit will go from here? You can't look past Cade Cunningham. He was picked <laughs> this year. He came halfway. He was injured at the very start of the season, so he joined this team a bit later and he was still top three for rookie of the year. So you can't look past Cade Cunningham. But there's also who I think everyone kind of forgets that he's there is Jeremy Grant. He was an all-star. If it wasn't last year, it was the year before. He was there. Um, he's a good, solid player. So you could try and build around Jeremy Grant and Cade Cunningham. Um, who who they could get in the draft this year is really interesting. Maybe they could get um, Chet Holmgren to um, advance their team and get another big in that and see how that would work with Jeremy Grant. But definitely Cade Cunningham's their MVP and that's who they need to build their future around for sure. Yeah. Shelley, you, you're nodding. Uh, yeah, you're I got to agree. I, I love the kid. <laughs> he, he is. He's a good kid. Um, yeah, as you said, he's number one, <clears throat> excuse me, number one draft pick. Um, he's six six point guard out of Oklahoma State. He's got a pretty good couple of stats. Um, on November the fifteenth, he became the youngest player in history um, to tally at least twenty five points, eight rebounds, and eight assists. Um, oh God, uh, what else did he have? He had five threes in a game at twenty years old. And on January twenty fifth. This year he had 34, eight boards, eight assists, four blocks. God, four blocks, that's good. And two steals in a 110-105 loss uh, to Denver. Um, But that was joining MJ as the only rookies in NBA history to post those numbers. So, I mean, he's in royalty with some stats there. Um, What do you finish with? 17.4. 5.6 years, five yes. boards, season. I mean, to me, he's a, he's a really good point guard. He's a 6'6", he's six, six, but he's got a really good overall game. If you look at his stats, he's got good good numbers, good assists, um, good rebounds, but he's got good blocks. But his downfall is he does. He is like a Steph Curry. Yeah, I said it. I said it. He's got turnovers. I think he averages like 3.7 turnovers a game, which, you know, you don't, it, one turnover a quarter is still two points. You got to think about it. That's eight points a game. You don't want to just be handing a team like that. But he's young. He'll get better. He's a good, yeah. complete player. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think they did. Like, there's a reason why he was number one draft pick. And I think that was a great pick for them. Um, hopefully like he just keeps evolving the good thing is like I think they are working on that like they are like letting him evolve at the same time which is really good some people thought that they he might be traded but they've kept him which is also really good um so yeah if they can work around that like you said Riley like like you just both said then yeah I think depending who they bring in next that's gonna be a dangerous combination as well like I have high hopes like he's done really well so far so we definitely all agree that that's their standout. That's where they're going to go. They have to go that way. 
and yeah. maybe turnovers as well. Maybe it is getting another shooting guard or small forward to really help him bring the ball up and assist him in not having so much pressure on him to be the star. So maybe that's what they need in dra- draft night. Not too sure um, if they want. As a see- point guard, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> they just maybe need that pressure off a little bit to yeah to get that turnover down for next season. All right, well, it's, we all agree then. It's Kate Cunningham for all of us. And, well, that's all we got time for on this episode. Ladies, thank you so much for your analysis, as always, helping me out. We survived our next podcast with me hosting. We're getting better and better, hopefully. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all we got time for. So we'll see everybody next week. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.